0: Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 286. On this episode, we've got some renewal news, and we'll be discussing the series premiere of Kevin from Work, the first season finale of Humans, and recent episodes of Falling Skies and Mr. Robot plus a reality check and some TV recommendations. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at TV times three. What? Did I say that right? TV times three (laughs) dot com slash two eighty six. I'm Amory from my take on TV dot com.
1: I'm Jason, the TV-holic from TV-holic dot com. And I'm Kyle.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, my God.
1: And yeah, and he's Kyle. Just.
2: Well, yeah. I was waiting for the and joining us today, but that wasn't <laughs> like you're, coming. You're, you're, so. I was trying to stop. Yeah, I'm actually on recording
0: with Kyle. I was Kyle, trying to
1: you, stop laughing
0: not me <laughs> and joining us today. Basically, it should have been: I'm Jason. I'm Kyle, and joining us today is Amory. <laughs> com. Anyway, hello everybody.
1: Yeah, one of these times we'll have to. Ha- yeah, we'll have to have you on, and I'll be
0: the intro person.
1: I'll I'll, do, I'll, I'll host the podcast. Yeah. Just, just for, just. Just to change it up a bit.
0: Just for shits and giggles. Um, In the news. Which, two things. That felt like I was going to start saying, in the Navy. And, secondly, this says Adult Swim. Adult Swim (laughs) has renewed Rick and Morty for a third season. I don't watch that show, but they did send me a flask. And I have someone on Twitter who really wants to buy it from me. And I'm not sending it to them. Sorry. I like it.
2: (laughs) I've the yet C- to watch it either, but it, people who people watch love it, it seem it. to love it. So yeah,
0: I have not seen a, like I've not seen anybody say they've watched it and didn't like it. Just that they love it. Um, the CW has ordered more "Whose Line Is It Anyway?" and Penn and Teller Fool Us." So if you're watching them, congratulations. <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> Fox has renewed Hotel Hell for a third season. So.
2: I'm surprised it took them that long. Hasn't
0: it been like a year?
2: Yeah, it seems like it. Even
0: aired? I don't know. Showtime has renewed Masters of Sex and Ray Donovan for fourth seasons, which is awesome because I think Masters of Sex is some of the best stuff on TV. It's so good. And TNT has renewed The Last Ship for a third season. So that's our news. Prime time. (laughs) Kevin from work. Season 1, Episode 1, Pilot, and Episode 2, Gossip from Mark. I was surprised how much I laughed through it.
1: See, I figured that was going to be the case because I didn't
2: like it you at think all. <laughs> oh, see, I it was kind of – and I'm kind of middle of the road. Like I really enjoyed some parts of it and other parts I didn't really care for. But... Like I
0: was watching it as I was texting Kurt. And so I kept saying like – there was parts where I was like, oh, this person's so annoying – Um, But then, and the girl he sleeps with, that's the girl. Patty. Patty. Like, she was so over the top. But then, how fast a best friendship she formed with Zoe from Eureka. By the end, I thought they were really funny together. I think that they need to be used in much smaller doses. But I did like them
2: together. I agree agree with you on all accounts there. Like, I found (laughs) her so incredibly annoying and so, like, comic- character like so fake in her when she's first introduced but she was better when she was like stalking uh the sister there and and yeah. then i liked how they became friends and like they didn't want to be friends and and like, then they became and she's friends. like
0: i'm about to ruin your brother's life and she's like no, i'm good with it it's cool i like that. i mean
2: i i do like like uh It's very different than, like, the ABC family comedies. It doesn't feel like an ABC family comedy, probably because it's not – it's a single camera. Because it's not funny? No, no. (laughs) I actually enjoy it more than most of the ABC family comedies. But uh, I I liked how it had humor, but then it also, like, built to, like, a – like had a bit of heart by the end of the, the pilot episode, ignoring the yeah. fact that he just slept with Patty and, but the rest of it, like, and they're doing a good job. Cause like my first question at the end of the first episode was uh, like, are they really going to try to like avoid each other? And are they going to confront this fact that he just slept with her roommate and they yeah. immediately go and and talk about that and don't ignore that that happened. And, and I found it amusing how they're trying to avoid each other and like, enter the second character that's really annoying that other guy that sits across from, uh, Ricky? uh Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Ricky. Yeah. And then like, some of it is just like ridiculous. Like the fact that Ricky writes that gossip column and then writes that he's sleeping with the boss. And then she's like, Oh, let's go. And then well, they she really do.
0: a like boss Who like would be that way,
2: <laughs> but still like he would get fired if he ever like any real place. Sure. If, if he did that, but
0: I loved when he first went to the wherever he had the place he was moving, and they're like, I'm Simon, and this is someone Garfunkel. The people call us Simon and Garfunkel, like they call us the famous musical group, and he's like, Simon and Garfunkel, and he's like, No, Holland Oats. I
2: thought that was, and then the explanation was perfect.
0: That. Yeah, <laughs> oh, because he eats lots of
2: oats, and uh... oh,
0: God, but I agree that it's not like perfect by any means, but the good news, like I felt potential in the show. That it is something I will keep watching um, because, you know, Melissa and Joey's gone. Baby Daddy's off for the summer. I like Young and Hungry, so I'm happy to see that coming back, too. But
2: They also seem to be adding a ton of reality, random reality stuff. They're becoming like a Bravo. Yes. Like, they're having their own equivalent of, like, every Bravo show. They have some, like, medium show coming. Like, it's just uh, very weird.
0: Did we mention on the previous podcast, because I can't remember, that Odd Mom Out was renewed? We did good because I love that show, and that made because
2: yes, I was it. the only one that had heard of it, and they had never heard of it <laughs> when I said it was renewed, and I was happy it was renewed.
1: I love that show. Um, anyway, I it just found it everything to be just so over the top and so by the numbers.
0: I don't disagree with that at that, all.
1: That you could that I didn't find anything funny, and I'm going to give it a couple more episodes just to see if after they've gotten you know some of the ridiculous setup the out of the way yeah. if it if it sort of morphs into a you know kind of funny uh you know workplace comedy where he just you know is always putting his foot in his mouth or something or or getting into weird situations you know so maybe but the first couple episodes I was just like uh oh. it, it was, there was I didn't find much at all even slightly humorous just because it all there was no surprise to any of the jokes hmm. that they but it, were it going it always for. ended
2: – each episode ended with, like, a big cliffhanger. Like, you don't know what's going to happen next. Like, they find the letter. They do all this other stuff. And so. as
0: a fan of, like, romantic comedies and, and TV shows like this, I would have been upset if she had really thrown away the letter. Like, because you have to expect that she does – feel for him and she did oh i knew she and...
1: didn't throw away the. i knew she was lying. i knew she didn't That's throw what... away the letter because i knew the whole time that at some point in time the roommate gonna... was going to find it it was but there's nothing wrong with
2: knowing that it's not supposed to be a surprise i think it's just the humor and yeah i know you knew as soon as the roommate was going through the dresser that she was going to find the letter and know what was going on but
0: but i liked it
2: but I still, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm, yeah, I definitely found it better than some of the other stuff, <clears throat> Mr. Robinson.
1: And oh my God, be... I
0: haven't even made it through the first five minutes of that. <laughs> I've tried three times. I think it's time to give up.
1: Well, I'd say at least this was trying to go for something. Yeah. Put a little different, you know, it had some little fantasy elements to it. And, you know, that, you know, she basically turns into. Uh, what like Cinderella every time she comes in because birds and things fly fly down and and land on her. But right, you know some of some of that stuff. So at least they were going for some sort of a twist on, uh, even though it still felt felt like they were painting by the numbers.
2: Plus they have the sassy white guy at the post office. Like that was a big twist.
0: That was a big twist. <laughs> Um, I actually think his best friend is hysterical and how he went and got a new best friend. And every time he said, when you left me and went to Italy, and he was like, I didn't actually leave, that made me laugh. Anyway. <laughs> so that's Kevin from work. I'm going to keep watching. So I think we all are, but with Kevin, Kevin, Kyle and I have a much more positive spin on it.
1: You two might actually make it to the end of the season. Yes. <laughs> Yep.
0: Mr. Robot, season one, episode eight, eps one dot seven underscore wh one ter tr r zero s e dot m four v. Whoa, a movie, Mr. Robot. have at it?
1: So, what do you think, Kyle? <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> so, I I was all excited that my theory was getting proven all the way up until that last when it wasn't (laughs) when he looked at the photos well no no even when he was looking at the photos i'm like is he really him these photos of him and then as soon as they cut to the one with him and the kid i'm like oh it's his dad and like then my my world was was just shattered that they're not the same guy at least it seems that way but, uh, like, was this the first time we ever found out that that was his sister, too? Like, we never yeah. knew yeah, that before, Yeah, that's the first right?
1: time he found out that he was his sister and that Mr. Robot is his dad. Uh, I guess the—but wasn't the story in the beginning that he had lost his dad? Wasn't it his dad that he had lost and sh- and the his friend from work had lost her mother?
2: I thought so, but maybe he just—
1: well, that's,
0: Which is why people are saying... Well, that's the question. Is, yes.
1: it, is it still... Is is there still going to be, because the story has been that his dad's dead, that it's just a vision of his dad that he's seen? And it, that's what people are saying. And that since you've seen him interact with... But then, is the sister also seeing a vision of Because she's interacted with him as well. Did she interact with him? <laughs> yes. There's been a couple times in the last couple episodes where it's just been... Her and and Christian Slater's character. Because I know in this
2: episode I paid attention, like, they never really talked. Like, when she's sticking the phone in the popcorn machine, he just, like, walks by but never says anything to her. And so they never, like, interact there. But I was wondering that.
1: No, there's been other scenes in the last couple episodes where they've definitely – it seems like they're conversing. Uh, so, oh. I don't know. It's still – It still messes with my head because now I'm like, okay, if he's real and he's and he's your dad, how messed up are you that you're completely you've like you're like completely out of it that you think you're like a whole you've created a whole nother persona for yourself where it's basically it turns out that he's fake. (laughs) He's the fake one. Then
2: at one point, wasn't he asking us, the audience, if we're fake and like we're not really real or something? It seemed like he was saying that. Yeah. Like he's calling us his imaginary friend.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I was almost more confused than I'd ever been <laughs> with the <laughs> with the reveal because now there's still there's still so many questions about <laughs> what, what exactly is going on. Because now I'm looking back and going, OK, if his persona was the fake one. How, you know, how out of it is he that he doesn't even, you know, that he's gone so far that he doesn't even recognize his sister or his father until just now into this, this far into the story, even though uh, he's been interacting with them. But then, you know, if Christian Slater, if Mr. Robot's actually real and he's actually your dad, I'd be super pissed that he pushed me off the (laughs) the pier. Like, that that would really piss me off. I don't know, there's so many there's so many things that I, I suppose here in the next few episodes maybe we'll get
0: Do we have thirteen or ten?
1: Uh you know, I'm not sure. Because these days it's so everything seems to be going.
0: Yeah, no one actually shorter. knows.
1: Everything seems to be going uh the shorter thinking, episode yeah. the shorter episode count, but where a lot of the cable shows have gone down to ten episodes these days. So.
0: Well, yeah, like Bastard Executioner is going to be 10 episodes, but you know they're all going to be like basically double episodes. <laughs>
1: if they let if they let Kurt Sutter start like the way that he ended.
0: Exactly. Uh, Which I'm pretty sure they
1: will. <laughs> it looks like it's uh, 10 episodes, so we're
0: Okay, so you're getting to the So end. we
1: so we're only a couple episodes away from uh you know maybe actually finding out what's
0: or at least finding out something. I don't think they're going to give everything away because it was renewed basically immediately.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully we'll find out something because I mean I'm still I'm still completely drawn in by like what's going on during the episodes and how they you know everything about it, but this ending again puts me back in the spot where I'm doing the thing I don't want to be doing, and I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm spending more time trying to figure out if that's actually the point of the show. I guess sooner or later. That's gonna get really, really old because it's already old for me. <laughs> well, see, to
2: me, that's just like the secondary. I'm, I'm having more trouble figuring out the main plot and what's going on with their whole like the White Rose meeting and all that stuff. That I don't really care about. What weird thing? I, he, he's just messed up. Is all. I'm just accepting that. Like I don't know who's real, who's not. I don't really care at this point. I'm just trying to figure out the rest of it. Although he's like the other people that are messed up are that, that uh, other guy and his wife who like goes and, and makes her own water break so that her husband doesn't have to go with the police. Like that, that whole family is just like, she was also the one that encouraged him to go. She just wanted to sleep with the woman so they could blackmail him to get the job. And then he goes and, and kills her. At least she's like sticking by him, but that they're messed up just like he is. But. Like I'm still not sure how all these different stories all come together. And, and Yeah, well, we
1: find out in this episode, though, that that dude and Mr. Robot know each other somehow. Well, see, I was wondering if the secret
2: that he's, he didn't want to tell him was telling Elliot that he's his dad. But I think he already told them. Now he's going to tell him that, or he realizes that. So I didn't know if that was the secret, that he was just... Helping him hide because he see. Like, then again,
1: there's a scene right there where they're conversing, and you go, "Mr. Robot can't be fake. He's conversing with the psycho guy, unless that guy's also Whoa. seeing visions Listen of the third person. <laughs> he can't be fake because yeah. he's talking
0: to the psycho.
1: Yes, but how many people can be having the exact same vision? No, <laughs> like, that's true. You know, that's true. You know, are having the same? It's like a group delusion, apparently, that's <laughs> happening. So I still think I'm a the point where uh mr robot's real uh the Elliot persona is fake but and he's super messed up in that he he' had completely you know forgotten who he was in the in the midst of you know whatever plan whatever their overall plan is, which apparently could have been why he got a job where he is and and stuff to begin with but yeah i don't, i i don't know I still it just it leaves me at the end of the day where I would rather be spending time thinking about the plot points as opposed to who's real and who's not and these types of things. And so uh, I I am interested to see now what sort of reveals we get after last week. You know, if we get sort of a little bit more explanation as what is that, you know, a little bit more about what's going on. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, Do you think we'll see BD Wong's character again? Like, She, I think it was a she, said, uh, like, oh, no one ever sees me twice, but why would they bring him on just for that, like, two-minute scene if they're not going to have him on again?
1: I don't know. Maybe he would meet up with somebody else or maybe you would just see him in a scene by himself or, you know, with other characters or – I don't know. It does seem like you – wouldn't necessarily bring in somebody recognizable <laughs> that is, yeah. just, that's only going to ever be, only going to ever appear on, uh, what for, what do you have three minutes? What yeah. It was like super
2: short, <laughs> unless he's like a friend of the the people that created this and is like, Oh yeah, I'll be on your show like for three
1: minutes. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I am interested to see where, uh, where things go now that we've, now that we sort of got a reveal that sort of puts – and enough things have happened where I think the Mr. Robot question is is put to bed. But we'll see what happens <laughs> in the next we episode. We will see. In the next couple episodes.
0: And I'll see in a couple of weeks when I understand what any of that meant. Um, <laughs> Humans, season one, episode eight, episode eight, season finale
2: so we basically go from a show called Mr. Robot about humans to a <laughs> show called Humans about the robots. Robots.
1: Yes, that is uh that that is what we're doing. But I'm completely taken by this show too though. It doesn't quite have this, you know, the it quite the same atmospherics and stuff like that, but the whole topic and ju- and still to me just the performances. Watching the these the the actors and actresses that are playing the robots and then the ones that are playing the more human type robots that have feelings and, and stuff. And you can see the difference between them, but there's still just that little hint that you can, that you can sort of pick out that they're, you know, that they're not real. If you, you know, when you've been watching them uh, for a while, even though they pass as human, that just the nuances in the performances that they give uh, is, I, I find it, just completely fascinating to watch uh, and then I think the storylines are interesting of, you know, what would you know, what would the future mean uh, if you had actual, you know, sentient robots that uh, that were no longer, you know, basically slaves. You originally built them to do a bunch of stuff for you and now they have feelings and stuff and they're like, yeah, I don't really want to do that anymore. And or and then the other guy, who's his whole, his whole thing is the reason he was trying to find them is, uh, especially once he found out more about them is, is creating, you know, thinking and feeling robots, but with a limitation where they would still have to do what you said, which he v- viewed as some sort of improvement on the, on on the the version that they had there. Well,
2: also a huge money maker
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought <clears throat> I thought the the finale was was pretty good the you know sort of the the family dynamic uh, of both the you know the robots and you know the family that they had been interacting with you know uh, Niska basically it it made me wonder if is there actually a copy of it on the drive that she gave them <laughs> or does she actually have the only copy uh, are they hiding away a fake uh, version.
2: Yeah, I couldn't understand – like did did Niska take the hard drive that had the one copy on it and that's how it ended or did no? She took, the daughter still have another one?
1: The daughter had a whole other drive. That's what she was looking in her bag for. She couldn't find the yeah. USB drive. She, she, she just figured she must have lost it. And then you see that drive – that Niska has that drive. And so she either made herself a copy on that and then gave them a dummy drive – Uh, you know, gave them the other drive, or there's a copy on both. uh, And, you know, she made a a second copy so that she has one as well to do with what she pleases, which I suppose is to go out and make her own little gang of sentient robots uh, in season two.
2: It made me wonder if, if they hadn't been picked up for a second season, would they have just cut out that end piece with the daughter looking for the drive? Through to the end and just ended it that way. But- I don't
1: know. It still would have been a, probably. It still would have been a decent ending if it, even if it only had the eight episodes. It just sort of leaves you like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's quite the ending. But yeah, if you haven't if you haven't got a chance to see it, I think it's well worth checking out. Now that we've told you about the ending, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention because I was answering an email. So at least I'm not spoiled. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, but, you know, if you were, <laughs> but if you were listening to this segment anyways, and then it's y- your own fault, Spoiler alert. <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to get spoiled uh, in this section anyways. So, but even with how some of those things, in, that, that ending's not really, you know, any type of thing that really spoils what goes on mm. uh, because it's really the interaction between the robot family and, yeah. and finding out how they, you know, they were, designed and and getting to know a little bit of some of the other people that were involved with the de- the original design that had stopped working on the project before uh, these ones were created and just some of the I you know just some of the ideas that it breaks up, brings up about uh, technology uh, it you know some of the uh, as as they say some of the best uh, I just read this somebody said this you know some of the best sci- sci- sci-fi it basically you know gives you an interesting story but sort of holds up a mirror to like what's going on now
2: yeah. and
1: gives you an you know an alternate view of potentially where things could go or you know brings up questions that you know that are interesting to think about along with also being you know a good story a- along the way it's that little extra that makes it even more interesting That it does make you think about, you know, technology and how we use technology and, you know, the disposable nature of technology. But how weird that is when you have a robot that looks human. (laughs) But but when it starts to break down, you're just like, oh, I'll get another one. And yet, you know, you see some of the the relationships that people had developed with some of their robots, even though they knew they weren't human or didn't have any, you know, they were completely logic-based or, you know, based on their programming, couldn't think for themselves.
2: Well, that was one thing I, I really enjoyed in this last episode was how we got to see the Hawkins family. Each of them, like, sort of bonded with one of the other one of the scents, like, the, when they're waiting out their thirteen hours or whatever. It was uh, interesting to watch them. Or was that the previous episode? I watched them back to back.
1: Yeah, I think what was the previous episode <laughs> oh, okay. before they because they ended up getting captured at the end of that episode, and then this was you know rescuing them, you know, from from Hob who who's the guy that, one of the guys that used to work on the project that now wanted to, knowing what the head of the project had gone on to do after they had left, had ideas for his own improvements.
2: Although it seemed rather, like, he was able to update, uh, I forget, was it Fred? Like, he, he adapted Fred to to put in, like, the limiter in there so that he would follow he would follow his orders but uh like it also seemed like they were able to disable fred very quickly like to like touch his neck his chin and head or something like that like and he was out like it seems like why couldn't they capture these people all this time if it was that easy to knock them out like you just get up to them and touch their chin and they're out for for all like an
1: hour or whatever well if you could get to him but i mean it was difficult to try and get to it. it took like four people or whatever to be able to get in there and and actually be able to do it while he was dealing with somebody else, you know other people or other robots but overall i it, i was glad i i stuck with it even though it was sort of a slow burn to me it was just a compelling story uh, and with interesting characters and fantastic performances
0: i will watch uh, it eventually
1: I say that all the <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> yeah. a- Amory just put it on the list of things to catch up on. Which- yep. I'll
2: say that again <laughs> when we get to the recommendations, because yeah. one of those has been on my list for a while, and I keep <laughs> saying I'll get to it. But.
0: <laughs> so that's humans. Falling Skies, Season 5, Episode 8 as well. Do they all start on the same night? Well, the same week, I guess. Stalag, 14th, Virginia. Is that Malora Hardin playing that Marshall?
1: Yes. It, it is. is.
0: Love the short hair on her. Well, you knew that the they were going to get out of their scrape, right? And they were going well, to turn people to their. You mean
1: you didn't think that the, the, See, I didn't
2: the think whole family was going go to
1: die? I didn't. I didn't.
2: I didn't know if maybe they'd kill off one of them because this is the the end of the season. So I figured maybe they might end start of- shooting. <laughs> Although they had like the one guy there that's not part of the family, and then the rest of them. So I'm wondering, okay, if they shoot one person, <laughs> they already right, killed off you know, right.
1: one of the. They already had. They already killed off one of them in the previous scene, and so they could still shoot the the other soldier as as the one that you think uh sort of the the red shirt of the episode. Yes. I mean some interesting stuff happening in these last couple of episodes, but does this final season feel a lot like filler? Yeah, like it's just treading 100%. water to get to 100%. Uh...
2: Yeah, it's like this is about like such a waste of time like just get to the big battle that we want to see. Like how are you going to you're going to keep that down to like two episodes now? Yeah, like well, are now they, they even going to have, have a battle left, next? Right? Week? Yeah, like because
0: if they don't, if they, I mean, obviously they're gonna win, right? They're gonna win.
2: Oh, they've got to win, yeah.
0: Um, so I would, I really just wanna, I want, I want to get to the point where they get there because I know the battle will be epic because the show has done really well for that. But I also want to see the aftermath and see how I. There better be a flash forward. We better see how it ends, like and how they recover because there's so much. Like there's so much to fit into two two weeks. It's just. I yeah, don't understand. Then, yeah,
1: especially since you get you know Pope again finding out that Mason's still alive. So yeah, because they're, they're still going to gonna deal get with the Pope him and again.
0: And this, like Kyle said, the new big bad they just introduced.
2: Yeah, so I, I think the Pope thing is going to have to happen next week and get that resolved, Then have a big battle the final week. But then, like, yeah, you don't get any. You're not going to have any time for. They could have made this episode think so think it's much a faster.
0: Two-hour finale or anything, right?
2: No, I think it's just normal. But, I mean, they could have made this episode so much faster. Just have someone kill the annoying uh, office lady there (laughs) in, like, the first five minutes because she was – I was waiting for someone to kill her because I could not stand her. Like, she just got worse and worse. Yes. Like, how can none of these people see how bad
1: she was and just – like, even – Even after you find out – you know, when Weaver finds out that she's meeting with uh, one of the overlords and shows the other guy, it seems like they – they but they still like continue to let things play out because she's in exactly. charge of the base and there's a you know there's a a, a group of soldiers that are still you know <laughs> sort of with them. It just I, I don't know It's just
0: because even at the end of last week you could tell that there was a faction that was going to be with them. So why do we need more time to learn that there are people with the second mass people? I I don't know. It just you're right. Filler is a great word. Like why fill your whole final season with. Basically, episodes that are just set they're just shuffling pieces to get in place for what the battle's going to what be like thirty minutes and then thirty minutes. I
1: don't know. But if I'm just, the writers of the show,
0: I need to write a wrap up. They knew the show was ending before they started filming, so they had to have
1: yeah. Because to, cause to it me, out. it just seems like the forward momentum of trying to get to DC and you know trying to find out what's going on there. It seems like yeah. they could have had better hurdles. On their, on their travels to get there, then... Like
0: in a final season, did we need the episode where Tom is at the farm all day?
1: Yeah, well, we had that. I mean, I kind of get that one to give, you know, this... But that could have been, like, like, we're this... in
0: season five. That could have been season three because the war's been going on the whole time.
1: Yeah, well, I, but I sort of get that one in that they're trying to show, you know, it's the reminder of this is what we're fighting for. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I sort of get that one, but we also had... Uh, a whole episode where they get pinned down by the guy that has his
0: f- right, f- family his in the family. thing,
1: and then yeah. and then they bring him on board, and and he basically becomes, you we'll know, <laughs> do whatever Weaver wants.
0: And then they introduce the new species through his ex-wife, through his dead wife. But has that done anything? Like, what's the point of the Dornia? And then they've just sort of hinted oh.
1: at yeah, they've just sort of hinted at that. But now they've. You know, for a few episodes, they've even gone away from any of that stuff.
0: Right, because he said no to them.
1: And then they hint at, you know, that there's something over the overlords, apparently, that they're all bowing down to. That, of course, they, uh, you know, they yanked him out of the communication device right before you're going to (laughs) actually get a look. right? So, I I don't know. There's just been a lot of stuff happening this season that just feels, like I said, treading water as opposed to... And any forward momentum has been just little things like him in a, interfacing with the communications device at the yeah. end of the episode or uh, them finding the communications devices. They've had, like, little things along the way, but they felt they're like, tacked there are the on. Like, they're the
0: reveals. They shouldn't be – like, you're right. They shouldn't be tacked on. It should be tacked on that Maggie picked, you know, what's his name? Hal. Even though yeah. I was a Maggie Ben shipper, Whatever.
1: Although, like, what's the deal with <laughs> – Although what's the deal with with hal that like he's been pissed all this time and and then he goes and, and kisses the foreign chick, but like it seemed like he and Maggie had sort of made up a little bit like in the episode before, even right. though before she got the spikes taken out, and then she decides to take the spikes out, but then while he's on out looking for her you know out after you know gets taken by Pope uh then.
0: Maybe he has suffered a lot of blood loss. Then and he, he runs he into,
1: Maggie. you know, he gets say helped out by this, this other woman. Uh, and then one night of chatting. and But
0: maybe that's to <laughs> show, like you said, like to show what we're fighting for. Maybe that's to show in a way that Hal is still a teenage kid that like.
1: Yeah, I guess. Well, it puts it in a, tri- you know, but it, it just like re-ups like a. Tr- uh, a whole... It makes
0: it like a quadrangle because then uh, yeah, you're thinking, okay, well, he can go new... with her and then my heart can be happy with Ben and yeah. Maggie. <laughs>
2: I don't know, but does she even like him anymore without the spikes? Like, was right. It the the whole point is she got the spikes
0: taken out, so she wouldn't like him. Have we even had an opportunity for us to see if the spikes were what made her like him or not?
1: Yeah, because she uh, cause he already admitted that he liked her way before. Yeah. <laughs> there were any spikes. Oh my God. Uh, so, but I don't know. Just a, a lot of the stuff that's been happening, and yeah, like you said, and now we have to. You know, I would have. I I so wanted it to be. That when Mason and Pope saw each other, that Pope didn't get grazed, that he actually shot him in the head. Yeah, (laughs) That would have been so much more awesome Uh, as opposed to they both get shot and then, you know, one gets flown away, but gets helped out by the old guy who shoots down and takes him into the, oh, it's so, uh, so much weird in all of this, that especially the last few episodes, I've, it just felt like there should be more happening than what we're getting in the lead up to uh it's like great you get a great speech you know that this sort of bonds the these two groups together now sure. uh to 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 move on but it just it just seems like a whole lot of nothing to get to that point <laughs> that you know I'm I'm looking forward to see you know how they end things but Exactly,
0: but then I feel like we're they're setting us up to be disappointed.
1: Well, are some or it's just going to speed through things or something? It just yeah. it just doesn't seem like they have a lot of time. Uh, it, it it seems like in this next episode, maybe they have to deal with Pope along the way uh, as they get maybe to the outskirts of of Virginia and they put the full plan into you know action. Uh, You know, like around the world between all these different uh, Mason militias and... Yeah. uh, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, it just seems like a lot before we get to the final scene of, you know... Agreed. Like Tom Mason being sworn in in a... Exactly. (laughs) As as the new president of the United (laughs) States. Because
0: everybody knows that's where that's going. (laughs) So that's prime time. Now we're going to talk about... A lot of reality. Um, so Kyle's watching some stuff and I'm watching some stuff and we'll start with what we're both watching. Or do we want to start with what we're not both watching?
2: Whatever you want.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll start with Food Network Star because I hate
2: it. I I don't really care who wins. Well, we know who won because that was last night, but I didn't really care out of who is left. It was so obvious who... out of them there were two of them that Dom the, was
0: never going to win
2: Dom no, no. Was there never was no winning. way he was ever going to win like they loved Eddie from the start and they loved Jay yeah. and, his, and his like comeback wait yeah Jay was the Italian guy right? No Dom was the Italian guy. Oh see I thought Dom had a chance I didn't think Jay had a chance Jay to Cody? Yeah because I thought like they seemed to really like how he came back and he like, like did Jay better. didn't
0: come back Dom came back
2: Wait, who was it? No. Wait, which guy's dumb?
0: The Italian guy. Yeah, okay. terrible.
2: Oh, I thought he was bad, but he was, like, I thought they liked him, like, because they brought him through the the second chance thing. And I thought, like, he had a chance to win. I didn't think Jay had a chance to win. Why? Because they didn't, like, he just seemed tacked on, like he was just... uh,
0: Jay won, like, everything. And he, every time he was on a camera, he was like, they were like, you're perfect.
2: Out of anyone there, Jay would be the one I'd watch his show. Me but too. That's why I do I, watch the show. I knew he wasn't going to win, because I never watch a winner's show. I never
0: watch a winner's show, which is terrible. I watch, like, second the whole place
2: person's show, but I've never watched a winner's show.
0: Yeah, Same.
2: Although I've seen random things of Guy Fieri, but I can't stand him.
0: I changed the channel so fast when Guy Fieri's on. Um, but I do watch The Kitchen with Jeff Morrow, and he won. But it's not like his... I never watched his show. Ugh. I just think they fumbled it in the end zone. is what they did. To use a Eddie Jackson reference. <laughs> I was going to say, like uh,
2: that's perfect for Eddie. But it seemed pretty obvious from the start that they just loved him. And they yeah. loved his story and his personality, and he was going to
0: yeah and he was good but i still wanted jay to win so that's food network star and next is master chef who do you think is gonna win who's what we're down to eight we're we down to
2: down to seven now. seven
0: uh I I think, tommy slays me i just don't see him winning oh i can't stand
2: him because i think he's just so awful in the kitchen he's look. so
0: over the top the, and yeah. when he's on teams he's so bad
2: Yes, I loved when he he became the head of a team, and no one's like, oh, yes, cook, I don't want to be on his team because he's horrible. And somehow he won the vegetarian challenge against the vegetarian leading the other yeah. team.
0: Who I don't know how she's still there because she seems to have not done anything right.
2: Yeah, I don't understand, and especially where she doesn't taste like ninety percent of her exactly. Her, like it just seems. I thought maybe she was going to get eliminated when she had to cook a. Uh, lamb head or whatever she ended started crying about it but the other person I I can't stand is Derek like put on some sleeves in the (laughs) kitchen
0: it's so true he doesn't wear sleeves
2: it's like so like do you really want this guy cooking all your food (laughs) in the kitchen like that (laughs) I mean out of who's left I think Claudia probably has a decent chance of winning
0: she don't have the red hair
2: yes this was another show where they had their favorite that guy who wore like the goggle glasses or whatever and like they even did like the nomina- non-elimination one time because they wanted to, it was obvious that they didn't want to eliminate him or the other guy so they just did that
0: because yeah. they want
2: they liked them a lot but i don't yeah, know i'm not really sure
0: i mean this season's i i really you know who i can't stand Christina tosi
2: is she the judge
0: the judge <laughs> I can't stand her.
2: I don't mind her, but I mean, I, I.
0: She's just like going too hard. It's like, lady, calm down. I know you're trying to like take up the Joe slack, but Joe even wasn't that like angry. I don't know. I
2: don't know. Joe always seemed like over the top and fake to me too. The right, which is what she's
0: bad. even worse. <laughs> yeah. So that's my. I mean, I don't really have anything else to say about MasterChef except that. I agree with all of your assessments of all the people still left. I, maybe Nick Nick is still there, right? Maybe he'll win.
2: Which guy is Nick?
0: He's the guy that's not Derek or Tommy. <laughs> I don't know. That's how to describe him. He has a mustache or goatee, I think. And sometimes he wears hats.
2: <laughs> sometimes he wears hats?
0: <laughs> he has hats. Like sometimes he has a hat on his head. I don't know. Okay, well, he's the other guy. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I think those are the two shows we're both watching. It's not on here, but Kyle has one that he's watching called America's next greatest weatherman. What's it
2: called? I'm going to talk about that when we get to the recommendations. Okay. We're
0: going to talk about that in recommendations. Okay. Um, America's next top model is back and better than ever. Tyra's as nuts as ever. The people on the show are as crazy as ever. There are some people on there that I would legitimately punch in the face. Um, the, I haven't... This week, we, we aren't to the top 14 yet. They cut it down from like 30-something to 22. And then they all moved into the house, but there wasn't enough beds for everybody, like intentionally. So some of the people had to sleep on the floor. So one of the ladies quit because she didn't want to sleep on the floor. I mean, she quit after she slept on the floor one night and couldn't deal with it. And then somebody made fun of her for her fake boobs, so she got really upset. Um, and this week, to determine who's in the top 14... They're going to drop them off a cliff, basically. Like, there's this high wire that they have to walk on, and if they get to a certain point and they keep going, then they're in. But if they get to a certain point and they like the harness drops them, then they're not in the top 14. So I can't wait to watch that this week. So that's where I am on America's Next Top Model. And so then Kyle, Big Brother 17. 17. Yes.
2: I, and I've been watching since the beginning. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so in, in this episode, like this week, um, like on Sunday they had a uh, – or last Thursday they had like a double week where they do like a whole week's worth of Big Brother in mm-hmm. that same hour. Okay. And so during that, like Steve became head of household and he nominated two random people, like Meg and – um uh, I forgot who the other person was. Uh, basically, he nominated them, and everyone's like, "Why did you even nominate this person?" Like, he was he was trying to throw the competition. And apparently, won by accident. So, like <laughs> in the, in this episode, he was like. He said he was fake crying, but it looked pretty real. And, like, he's, like, just, he he, he felt like Robert Durst in the Jinx. He's, like, ruin a game, ruin a game. Like, talking to himself, like, in this oh room. God. like It's, like, killed the game. Like, it's just, like, so oh disturbing. And, like, I don't know. This guy is so odd. And so, like, now there's basically two groups of people. There's the former Sixth Sense Alliance, which is down to four now. So they renamed themselves austin's angels because it's basically austin and the two twins and vanessa and then they're trying to get steve on their in their group and then the rest of the people also are scrambling to try to put a team together like they nominated johnny mac and uh and becky and i i'm really hoping johnny mac doesn't get voted out he's like the main person i want to see win this thing so i'm hoping that uh that he survives and gets a veto. He's pretty good at winning vetoes. So we'll see what happens. And then, and then the other show I'm watching only because I got to support my peeps <laughs> is twinning on VH1, which has turned into such trash. Now, it, like when you were talking about someone punching someone in the face on uh, next top model That literally happened in this episode. (laughs) Basically, so the the premise of the show is, like, they took all these sets of twins, and they divided this house into a green half and a blue half. And, like, one of each set is in each half. And at first it was interesting because, like, It was weird. Some of the same relationships were being formed in both halves of the house. Like, they can't talk to each other. But, like, there was, like, this one group of guys that was, like, they were, like, sort of manipulating this fat fat twin on one side and then his brother on the other side. It was the same exact manipulation, like, pretending to be a friend. And, like, this guy had never been separated from his brother for more than, like, eight hours in his life. And so, like, these two were, like, so, like like, fresh and didn't know what was going on, and, like, they were being manipulated by... The, so that was interesting, but now it's just gotten trashier, and the, the way the, the thing works is, like, they ha- they first have a twin tuition challenge, wow. where basically they pick three sets of twinners. <laughs> Basically, they have this giant wall in between the two halves of the houses. Like they do this outside and they do some kind of challenge where they have to work with their twin. Like they're both tied to the same rope and they got to do stuff. And whoever, whichever pairs finish first, like they're the three people that then get to vote on two teams to go into the twin off okay. and basically like the three teams that get that are the twinners, they get to move freely in between the two halves of the house so they can talk to, to, and find out what's going on and see their, see their brother or sister and, okay. and do that. So, what happened this week – oh, and then the way they eliminate someone at the end, they have the the twin-off where basically the two sets of twins, like, have to answer questions, and if their answers match, they get a point, and, like, the first one to five, then the other team gets eliminated. Okay. But, like, in this past week's episode, they had um, – like one set of twins like they decide to swap even though it's illegal, so they like swapped in the house and then like, like one who they thought had a girlfriend was suddenly making out with this girl in the in the house, and like what's going on this is strange so finally at the at the at the twin tuition challenge, they announced like since they wanted to switch houses now they're switched permanently, and so like this started this whole thing and, uh basically these these other two twin girls like started to. they finally won like the twin tuition challenge and like they were just getting really angry with people and like they just like were going off on each other and yelling at people in their houses and basically one of them was i'm gonna punch you like the other her sister like ran across the hall illegally into this other house to try to stop her there was a big like fight that broke out and like they cut off the episode saying like uh to be continued Amazing. so like the whole thing has become really tra- like it wasn't good before but it's just become like really trashy <laughs> now i don't know how much i'll keep up with it how much i can continue to support my uh my Your brethren, brethren
0: yeah <laughs> um so that's reality for the week wonder if everybody else is watching what we're watching.
2: I
1: don't think anyone's um, watching twinning.
0: You are alone. Is Brett watching
1: too? There should be, <laughs> no. there, So there, I was going to say, there's not at least two people watching.
0: Yeah.
2: I, and my brother would never watch this girl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so I don't even of, know
1: if he gets VH1. Oh,
0: my gosh. He probably avoids it like the plague.
1: But have you found out whether while you're watching that he feels a little queasy? <laughs> I should ask. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's good. Um, TV recommendations. I actually have one this week. My recommendation is a DVD that came out on August 11th. Shit's Creek season one, Dan Levy, Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, a bunch of other people. I don't remember their names. Oh, Chris Elliott's in it. <laughs> Who else is in it? I don't know, but it's amazing. It's about this family, the Rose family that loses all their money except for a little town that the father bought for the son on a dare. So they have to move into this motel there. Oh, Emily Hampshire from 12 Monkeys is in it, and she's amazing. It's just so funny. It's classic Eugene Levy comedy. He and Catherine O'Hara are just perfection together, and Dan Levy is a revelation.
2: So my it's recommendation
0: the, is you go get it.
2: I've really wanted to see this, but I keep uh, it keeps... Falling down in my list because I'm too busy watching garbage. Like because watch. you're watching cleaning. <laughs> yes, so <laughs> <shit. laughs>
0: oh my god!
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have no excuse. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it was one that I was interested in, in checking out, but it just—I uh, can't remember when. It, whenever it came, it was just like it was on the, Pop TV,
0: yeah. which nobody remembers yeah. It exists. Was,
1: yeah, it was on. Yeah, it was on a network that you're. Like while I'd heard about the show, I was like, "It's on what?" Right. Uh, you know, uh, and so I, I never, I never ended up watching it, uh, but, but yeah, I saw who you know all the people that are in it. It has a pretty good cast. Amazing. Uh, and it's been picked up for a second season too. Yeah, and,
0: was it? I didn't even yeah. hear that. That's amazing
1: yeah, a long news. Time ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So in my it,
0: night, folks. it's
1: it's one of those that. <laughs> Uh, on the ever growing list of things that I would like to watch, but when there's four hundred plus new you know four hundred plus scripted shows a year now, uh, see that doesn't even include twinning yeah that's, <laughs> no the the number the number of the number of shows if you include like reality news programming everything yeah uh the uh, different shows that air in you know like prime time into late night, you know sort of like like a five hour block there it's something like 2000 different shows or something like that
0: that's ridiculous
1: <laughs> it was it was somewhere around like 18 or 1900 and so i'm assuming if the if the scripted programming went up 50 <laughs> from last year to this year i'm i'm assuming that there's at least another 50 or so reality type shows or something that have started up uh, so yeah that's just a uh, that's there yeah that's how much tv there is in addition to just like you know movies and all the other things that you can do to entertain yourself uh like video games and you know watching youtube clips and whatever else it just uh, it's just ever ever growing although they talked about it at tca that uh john langraff the president of fx thinks that they're that they're hitting a peak
2: I hope he's right. Of, of <laughs>
1: scripted shows and that while it might not burst, that it it should start to maybe lessen some. That it just can't be sustained. All these different networks trying to get into uh, scripted programming just can't be. Or, you know, some of these things got to consolidate onto actual other networks. <laughs> so that, you know, something like Shit's Creek can get found. Yeah. Uh, because it's, you know, playing on... I don't know. It's on USA Network after playing house instead of on right. pop TV. You could watch that with your big brother after dark. You know, pop TV What is like in 70 or 80% of households or something like that. And yeah. and only maybe 20% of those even know that they have it. Right. <laughs> you know, <so>. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's also only SD on Comcast, which is the main reason why I never watched yeah, it. I think that, yeah, I think that's part of why I didn't as well uh, is because
0: but speaking of very important shows that kyle watches <laughs> yeah.
1: did you have did you have a recommendation first jason or are you no well my my only recommendation is uh, to re-recommend uh, you know if you skipped over the human segment in prime time because you didn't want to be spoiled then my recommendation is that you should go and watch it uh, okay. that's 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 my recommendation I'll, seems I'll, fair i'll recommend humans as uh as something to as something to Add to your list of things to catch up yeah. with. So
2: my recommendation is another reality show. Uh it's called America's Next Weatherman. It airs Saturday. It airs Saturday nights on TBS at like eleven PM. Oh my god. And it's I think it's actually Funnier Die presents America's Next Weatherman. But uh, so basically what it is there's like twelve contestants and they're all competing to get a job as like a weather person. Although I'd say almost like maybe a third of them are actual meteorologists, whereas the others are like, there's like a fitness model. There's like a Miss Ohio TV presenter, like all these other uh, people that are there basically because they just want the TV exposure. (laughs)
1: Can you, can you become a a weather person without actually being a meteorologist? Exactly.
2: (laughs) So the, the way it works is like, well, the host is also someone that used to be on the Onion News, like the video. like So he does like all this like really deadpan humor and like it feels almost like you're watching um, the Joe Schmo show, except it's not like it feels very much like the Joe Schmo show, except no one's being pranked. Like this is like a real competition, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, it's so I, ra- I don't know. I think the audience might be being pranked. <laughs> I question that too. When they bring out Miss Ohio and she's using her her puppet <laughs> to do ventriloquism, oh my god, <laughs> to, to show off her skills. But like, so basically, each episode there's like a skill drill then there's an assignment, and then there's like a cast-off. So it's like every other uh, So in the skill drill, like they basically split everyone up into two teams. So the skill drill, the, it's basically to get your press pass, which will get you immunity. So like everyone has to do something, like in the first episode, they basically had them holding up these microphones over, with like a spike on the bottom, over a balloon, and so you had to hold it up as long as you could, and once it dropped, it would pop the balloon, and then you're out. And so, um, and then after that, they do like an assignment where, like, the teams go head-to-head. So, like, they might have to find places on a map, or I think for the last one, they had them dress up as... Um, they had one person each team dress up as a weather balloon and, like, be suspended up, and then they had to do, like, Fahrenheit to Celsius conversions, like, after they did all these trivia questions. Uh, and then uh, then the cast-off, they basically have the two like the team that loses has to vote for two people to go into the cast off and so those people then have to do like a weather report in front of like two professional weather people and they decide who wins. But like, these are ridiculous weather reports. Like one, they had like all kinds of things go wrong in the studio. And then this last one, they had them in a tank with all kinds of bugs and stuff flying around while they're trying to do their weather cast. So it's not like, so,
1: so like they're on locations in place. <laughs> oh, that, well, that's a nice thing
2: they do. Like, cause like for one of the things they're like, you're going to do this. You have to like for the assignment on the second episode, they had to like get to a square. Like they put them in this big thing where they simulated like a hurricane and they had to get to some square and stand on their, their mark for like (laughs) up to 60 seconds. But they showed like a clip of like, here's a news story or for the bug one, they showed like a clip of a news story where some guy was doing something and some bug flew at him while he's doing his newscast. So they show like, they do base them off like things that actually happened to like real weathercasters or newscasters. But uh so I mean it's it, it's a lot of fun and it's entertaining. Uh the way that they get eliminated, basically the host takes their their station coffee mug and smashes it to the ground like and that's how they're eliminated. It's just it's just ridiculous, and it's just so much fun. Like, the contestants, like I said, some are just absurd. Like, they have, like, the Miss Ohio with their pu- uh, puppet. There's, like, one guy who's really smart and knows all these weather trivia questions, but they all hate him because, like, he's super smart, and, like, he's actually there for the right reason. But, like, and there's Frankie 5%, who's, like, a fitness model with 5% body fat. Oh who God. like is <laughs> Who's, like, obsessed with himself. And, like, there's a former wrestler, a radio DJ, like it's just a lot of fun and it's just like it's just it like i said it feels a lot if you liked like the joe schmo show it feels very much the same even though there's not like a official prank going on oh and and then when they get eliminated too they walk outside with their box of stuff like they're leaving the the (laughs) station and then it starts pouring rain on them as they're walking out of the building (laughs)
0: like
1: it's just it's just ridiculous fun
0: Amazing! Uh, yeah, I it, will it, have to find it. Yeah,
1: it is amazing. I when I first heard about the show, I thought for sure this was uh, like the Weather Channel trying to get into like yeah. sh- the game show the game business or, or 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 you know into other TV in, in late night besides weather or something. And then I was like, wait, it's on TBS.
2: All right. Yeah, you can actually watch <laughs> the first two episodes still on either the TBS app or on their website. You can still watch them. So I highly recommend checking out. It's a lot of fun.
1: Excellent. Sounds like if you, if you like ridiculous reality TV that you need to have on in the background while you're doing something else, it seems perfect.
0: Yes. All right. You can find links to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about as well as where to find all of us online because I'm not singling out <laughs> Kyle. <Come on. laughs> in the show notes at tvtimes3.com 286. On the next episode, I'm going to be back two weeks in a row. On the next episode, it's me, Jason, and Ray.
1: It is, and we'll be... We're doing
0: a TV... What are we doing? Fall preview? No, not yet. Okay. We'll
1: we'll still... uh, Fall previews start the... Fall previews will start the next week.
0: I just know that I'm on a fall preview episode with Ray.
1: (laughs) Yes, you will be on the NBC fall preview, which will also be our seventh anniversary episode. Nice. In September. So, what
0: a, what, a, what a network for us to celebrate. Yes. NBC. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: um, uh, all right. On but that yeah, note-
1: that's, uh, yeah, next week, uh, I, I think we've already figured out that not everything we're talking about, but we'll be talking about the Killjoys season finale. Uh, and then also probably jump back and, you know, because we have to. Yep. And, and talk I'll the go, series finale true. of Melissa and Joey.
0: Yes.
1: And what went down on Baby Daddy. And what
0: went down on Baby daddy
1: <laughs> So you have that to look forward to. Plus, you know, probably two or three other things, uh, depending yeah. on.
0: Depending on what I actually get caught up. Uh, on.
1: What you know, if if Ray's watching and the new TV Ray's right the now, <laughs> if there's anything. That...
0: Yes. So I'm going to take care of my crying dog, and that's about it.
1: I'm off to a podcasting meetup. Have fun here in a few, so that should be good.
0: All right. Talk to everybody soon.
1: The record button. Amory, say something. Hello. Kyle.
0: Oh, hello, hello,
1: hello. Oh <laughs> sorry, sorry I didn't know we were stroke? doing that. <laughs>
2: There's
1: my Seinfeld.
0: Kyle <laughs> does Seinfeld's theme song. <laughs> but it's sorry, the Kyle. It's
1: the uh, it's the Seinfeld, cover yes. it's the cover of the sound alike though, not the yes,
0: exactly. It's not the same. <laughs>
1: it's not the cover of the original. It's the cover of the sound alike of the original.
0: Guys, we've already lost it, and we haven't. New- <laughs> uh, it implies um, we had it
1: at some point.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. You Hello do that. and welcome. To- <laughs> <laughs>